Blog Talk Radio. Black woman, that jet black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God, black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me mama new, watch the expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands. That's what we call a resurrection. I think it's time to turn your lights on. I think it's time to change your white on. Sneaking up on you just like a python. <laughs> Isis is really ice on. We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga. In the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back. I set, nigga. I burn your shit down. Stop met, nigga. We all waited, debated, anticipated, was hated, miseducated by both who ejaculated. You're not a fake, the ravers and violators and mother nature's haters Cause we born immaculated So now we changing the orders We be the total recorders Removing all of the borders Stopping the slaughter So I'm calling the daughters From out the pre-mortal waters With legs around the waist Call her mommy water And she the Black woman That jet black woman Yeah, that's respect that woman Why? Black woman is God Black woman that big black woman, you can never check that woman. Why? Black woman is God. They think I'm gonna stop this fight when they call me bitch hoe and dyke. So I'm saying it loud, right on the mic. Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright. See, we down to no man. Submission never been part of a program. So keep fishing and searching this whole land. No DNA strand, we take the black woman. And boy, you. If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice, the story to Jesus Christ, she had him without you. So, cause your God's a raping boy. Mama, come back to settle that score. Came down to earth long before. You remain tall from Babylon whore. We the my eye needs and that best. The eye best and that to send your mama new. We the sock net boss. The I'm you net. The I'm you can't. The sibling oracle hell rope. We from beyond the sun, moon, and Mars. Serious who we be, call me the superstar. TVME from my set, Tennessee, what's goes around my legs, swing and swords like Ali Ma. And I'm the black woman. That big black woman. <laughs> yeah, just respect that woman. Why? The black woman is God. Black woman. Oh, that jet black woman. You can never check that woman. So 
Summer just ruined the song for me. She said, I call that the subtle filet song. So on that note, <laughs> I can't even listen to the song no more. Because all I hear is Queenie Papa saying, I call that the subtle filet song in her voice. So I'm going to ask y'all to cruise with me instead of, you know, the diamond in the back shit. Yeah. Let's cruise away from here. 
not supposed to be blessed. You're not supposed to be well. You're supposed to have some kind of fucking sorry-ass story so that they can be justified in what they're saying. You're doing too well, apparently. Usually they start telling women you need to get you a man or you should have did it like this or this and that and that when she's doing well on her own. So they want to get you to conform, to submit. They want to convince you that you're somehow depriving your children of some shit, you know. When meanwhile, when a man is present in the home, a child's sexual assault risk goes up by 75 to 80 percent. We had a history, a family history, the reason why we didn't do we we didn't do the stepfather thing because uh, my uncle was a stepfather to someone and ended up being uh, uh, how do you say dad and granddad to his daughter with his stepdaughter. Mm. So he was his 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 his, mm. his daughter's dad and his his daughter's grandmother's husband. Mm. So we just we just didn't do the stepfather thing. No. Do it. See, because men men will stick themselves in anything. You better to do it yourself. You know, I remember the first time I heard Dawn say that. I knew the the bitches was going to go crazy because, you know, Dawn got ducked. And that's usually what Mm -hmm. they do. They be like, well, you got ducked. You got to go easy on us, Dawn. You hitting us too hard. You happy. You got no man. But I will never forget Dawn was saying that women be choosing men for them not for their children. Women be choosing a man based on him hitting all of her switches. She don't realize that she's a silly bitch and she's been played before like this. She, she's wiser now because she's learned from her last experience, so she told herself. I'm paraphrasing because mm-hmm. this is not exactly how she said it. And so she gets bamboozled by this man. He's got his in, and the only reason he want to be with you is because he want to to see your damn baby. Right. They know... How to pick out a desperate mama, a desperate baby mama, who's struggling, and he could he gonna buy the kid a couple of pair of shoes for school or something, some notebooks and shit, start buying a little trinkets and stuff, and start acting real nice and sweet to water, and oh, don't worry, I'll put her to bed. Yeah, yeah, we're sure, motherfucker. We're sure. We're sure. You know, it's despicable the kind of shit that goes on. Um, and that women are just so blinded by it. And it's not its not that they don't know. Remember I said yesterday, y'all, we were talking about, Muse of Troy mentioned this, women being responsible. And I said what I'm hearing in that is two tones, response and able. You have to be able to respond to what's happening. And a lot of women cannot, do not, will not respond or be responsible, responsible for what has happened to their children, what can happen to their children, because they were fucked, because some man fucked them as a child. So she's reliving it. So once you bring it to it, if, you, if your child bring it to you and you've been fucked as a child yourself, A, it's triggered you right back into being that child. Mm. Now you are no longer response-able. You are not able to respond the way that an adult who was looking out for a child would respond. You're going to respond the way that your child self responded in that moment, which goes a myriad of ways, but here are a couple. You blame yourself as being dirty because when men touch you, it elicits a response in your body based on the physical stimulation alone, not based on you wanting them. No, Queen, you might be open in just a second as soon as I finish this. Also, it makes you feel like you're not worthy of being protected, like you're not worthy of anything. It'll make you 
promiscuous or to make you introspect. You either shut off parts of yourself, which that's what happened to me. I shut the fuck down. Some people become hypersexual. Some people shut it down completely and just don't relate to it at all. And this is what ends up being the result of these things that happen in the children. Women also end up going right back to that stage because that's what happens when this happens to you as a child. So when your child comes to you and says, it's happened to me, or somebody touched me, or whatever the case might be, whatever age, it takes you right back to that space of blaming yourself, feeling dirty, and you will begin to say those things. I've had many women say to me, my mother blamed me. She said I shouldn't have been wearing them shorts. She said I should have always had on pants under my nightgown. You know, she made up stuff. She told me I'm making it up. She said that I'm, I'm just trying to make her pay because I'm upset with her. And women say and do the same kinds of stuff to their children that they said and did to themselves as children when it happened to them. So they are not responsible. They are not able to respond the way that they need to to protect those children, to preserve those children, and to restore those children. It almost never happens. It's very rare that it happens. Some mothers do. We had Muse of Troy come through and bear witness that her mother was like that, that there was some man who tried to drag her into the bathroom and stuff, and she ran and told everybody, and nobody believed her, and her mother believed her. Her mother believed her because her mother had went through it. Fortunately, the man did not get to do anything, but she sat here and she bore witness to the fact that her mother would not over her, she came on with her motherfucking pistol to get her children. She was not going to let that go down. She was not going to do it. She believed her daughter. She affirmed her. She fed into her. Many women don't make it that far. They can't do it for their children. It's, it's also that they're too lazy to, yes, because they, you know, you got to do your own healing work. That's one of the reasons I don't talk with my mom. I needed to do my healing work, but she also needed to do hers. And if she's not going to do hers, that's fine. That just means I don't change my standard to accommodate anybody. My standard is you're going to work on yourself and you're going to be responsible for yourself or you do not get to engage me. And that is my standard in my life, and no one is exempt from it. And I had to force that boundary even with my own mom. There are many, many, many things that render women unable to respond or be responsible to their children, and to what happens to them. Queen, let me open your mic. Welcome. Queenie Farmer, everybody. Please, Queen. Hey. How y'all doing today? Doing lovely, Queen. How about yourself? I am doing great. I can eat my pancakes. Love them. Mm-hmm. A couple of pancakes, pancakes and a tall glass of water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every time. But let me th- let me just let me just piggyback on what you said and you know and and I, I boy girl you always listen you always do it for me because I never connected it I never connected my um, lack of over enthusiasm for dick with the fact I was molested because it ain't like I don't like it I'm just not overly enthusiastic about it I mean. I can have it or don't have it, you know. And when you said some women right. get hypersexual and some women shut it down, I think I'm one of those that shut it down too, because it don't matter. You know, I like it, but it don't matter. If, you know, because I don't. I've never been with a guy because he fucked good. Never. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been dealing right. like that. And when women right. be telling me, oh, girl, I love him, I said, but he beat you. Girl, I just love him so much. He's so good. I said, but he cusses you out. He treats you bad. But he's so good. I'm like, she's dick whipped. 
I mean, that, that's the only thing wrong with it. She's, like, mm-hmm. stigmatized. She's fucking her right You know what I'm so saying? You don't want to give up that good fuck. Exactly. But I also want to talk on how uh, parents, women, don't um, – that that's right, Blakeman Justice gotta serve. That that's how I look at it. That boy, you too, you hit the nail on the head. But anyway, I want to say about women who don't protect their children, who themselves have been molested, and that's something I've never been able to understand. Because if something happened to me, and I don't understand why they differentiate between molesting and rape, it's the same damn thing to me. Okay. But anyway, I think what they're doing is that when they talk about rape, they're talking about the penetration of the body. And when they're talking okay. about molestation, they're talking about grabbing asses and titties and, you know, stimulating nipples and, and topicals. To I think it's People all the rape, same, too. I'm just right. People I'm can rape you with you. their ass. Yeah, you know, girl, you know I'd have said that. You know I agree with you. I'm just, for the record, for everybody and whatever their fucking definitions are, this is what the great societal public is dealing with, while the rest of us know there's something more to this. There's something so much more. But anyway, I want to say, you know, like when we were talking, you were talking about how women, they've had it happen to them, and then you wonder how they allow something like that to happen to their child, and I just want to share something with you all. When my daughter was, I think she was 14, I went into the hospital. I was married, and um, he and I had been married. Uh, let's, we got married when she was nine, so she was 14 at the time. You know, and she really liked him, and he really liked her. They were really close, and she called him dad and things like that. But, you know, I'd always told my daughter the signs to watch out for with niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, if you look at you funny, if he say anything funny to you, if he make any motions with you, I say anything you feel uncomfortable, you come and let me know. I wouldn't give a damn where I was, okay? Right then. Don't wait because it starts with something, all right? So I was in. I had to go in the hospital. And so I was in the hospital. Now, listen, I'm in the hospital, okay? I think I had just got out of surgery. And uh, my phone rang on the side of the bed. So I pick up the phone. That's my daughter on the phone. She said, Mom, she said, I got to tell you something. She said, Lou just asked me, told me that if I wanted to talk about sex, uh, he was, you know, he'll talk to me about sex if I wanted him to talk to me about sex. And I said, okay. I said, hold on for a minute. I, you know, uh, got my girlfriend number, and I said, I'm going to call Betty, and here's Betty's number because Betty's getting ready to come and get you right now. So as soon as you have the phone, I call my girlfriend. I said, you go over there and get my daughter, please, right now. She went and got my daughter. See, I'm going to tell you something. See, it always starts with something. You don't have no fucking conversations with my daughter about sex. Hell no. You don't. You don't, you don't allude to it. You don't tell her. You can tell her about boys and men. You don't have, we don't have, that's a family conversation, motherfucker, okay, which you included it for a male perspective with me present. You, they, y'all don't have no daughter and son, father conversations about men and boys and sex and all that shit off by yourself. No, you don't do that with my daughter, okay? Now, we can sit around the table. And you can put your two cents in as a male from a male perspective, but oh hell no, you ain't gonna do that. And honey, when I got out of that hospital, <laughs> you know it was. I'm telling you, he he would never. He was and he was like, I was just, her. 
Yeah, I, no, I was just trying to let her know that I was, you know, open for her. I said, no, you don't, you don't do that. You don't do that. You know, because, see, I know progression. Never. You know what I'm saying? It'll lead up to something, lead up to something, lead up to something. You know, the next thing you know, you can take advantage of my daughter. Look, I'm about prevention. I ain't about cleaning up. Now, now she got to go to therapy. Now we got to, you know, get her together. Now, and I, no, we, we, I deal with it from the gate. You understand? I prevent, I'm into prevention. I don't want to clean up because then I got to go through therapy and all that shit too. You know what I'm saying? How I allow that shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always precautious about things, and I have always been precautious about my daughter's purity, always. You know, always aware of what men are capable of doing. I've always mm-hmm. been aware. I don't give a fuck how nice they are, how good they are to you. I don't care if they're your daddy, your grandfather. I don't care who in the fuck they are. They got a dick. They dangerous, in my opinion. Yes. You know, <laughs> in my opinion, you got a dick, you're dangerous. And that's all to it for me. And I'm going to protect my daughter from your dick. I'm going to do that. Okay, mm-hmm. ain't no. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I just don't take chances. And I did take a chance when I went in the hospital, cause you know I've been watching the interactions of, for the past five years between him and her. Never seen anything well, hey, out please, of order. Never... You went in the hospital, not on damn vacation. You went in the right. hospital. Yeah. Right. So you yeah, know, I thought that. Hospital. You know, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was be in there for a couple. I was in there for about three days. But, you know, I thought three days, you know, they've been cool all this time. He's never approached her or anything like that, said anything, anything out of the way with her. She likes him. You know, she's never had any problems with him. She's never told me anything, even in passing, about something he said or did that, you know, that I would have considered out of order. But as a child, she might have just blew off. You know what I'm saying? Because I told her to report everything. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's this, – go ahead. I'm this sorry. is why I say there's really – yeah, there's good men until he's out of your presence. See, yeah. he had never done nothing out of the ordinary. All of a sudden, you go in the hospital, right. now is the time to bring up sex. Yes, absolutely. You never absolutely. have the to bring that up while I was here, but as soon as I go to the hospital, right. now you want to talk to the child about sex. Exactly. Exactly. That's like a motherfucker. He was trying to groom exactly. that child. I don't care what nobody says. He was already interested in her. He was trying to try her out and see what she was going to say, what she knew, and if he could get exactly. her heat rise. By talking about and see, shit. And see, that's why I always say when, when, you know, when young girls get molested by their stepfathers, fathers, or, you know, things like that, they always start with something. And if you don't tell your child whatever, what's out of order, because, see, they say things that's out of order. But, see, I'm going to tell you something. When you confront that motherfucker from the beginning, from the first negative word, the first negative feeling your daughter says or whatever, when you do that, that motherfucker be on guard. He don't be so so easy and slick and be trying to go behind and do things to your child then. So you got to be proactive. you got to address shit from the beginning. And after that, see, now, after that, I never left my daughter with that nigga, ever, for no reason at all, even though I knew it was out in the open, he knew how I felt, and blah, 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 and he would be on guard, 
After that, I never left her with him, ever, for no reason. You know, like she would come home from school, you know, they would be in the uh, in the house together for a minute, and then I'm mm. home, and then she got a job and went from 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 school to the job and was on the job until 10 o'clock that night. I was at home. See, because I know niggas, okay, and, and yep. especially that drink. Okay, you know, cause your your uh, what is it? How how that saying go? Your your sober your your a drunk mind speak your sober thoughts. Your drunk body do your sober thought things. You know what I'm saying? So I've always been proactive. Like my daughter didn't go to people's house and spend the night. I don't know what man. Hell, in I house. didn't go neither. My mother you know was like, oh, we thought she was so evil. Ooh, we thought she was the evilest woman. I know, I know. My my daughter's friends thought so too. But I was like, uh, uh-uh, y'all can come over here. Y'all can come yep. over here. Well, she did. She now, did have one friend. Do. I take it back. I take it back. She did have one friend that I would let her go over to her house and spend. But trust me, I went over that house several, 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 several times, days, nights, weekends, to see who comes and goes before I let my daughter go up in that house and spend the night. Okay, I mean, you've got to be proactive with your children with these weapons out here. You know what I'm saying? These weapons of mass destruction, I call dicks. You've got to be careful with your children and these uh, patriarchal-minded women as well. You know, you've got to be careful. Because they will put your child in harm's way. In jeopardy. Yes, they will. And I'm Speaking like, oh, you ain't doing that. Deb Cooper just put a comment in that same thread that I was talking about, right? I want to actually share this with everybody. This is based on one of her personal um, stories, uh, you know, in Mm -hmm. her own family. Let me read this real quick. It's, It's involving her mother and her father. It's actually kind of funny. I will share a story about my childhood. My mother started working nights at the post office. My father was charged with watching us. One night, his ass decided he wanted to have a get together with his friends playing cards and loud music and drinking. So he took me and my two older brothers, the youngest wasn't born yet, to a neighbor's house. That woman put me in bed with her teenage son. I think what? he was only about 12 or 13, but still, I was in the bed with a strange boy. My brothers were in another room. Why the woman chose that sleeping arrangement, I will never understand. Right. But my four-year-old self, my four-year-old self stayed awake all night long, watching and listening. My daddy came and picked me up. Well, actually, that's not even the point because it goes into the rest of the story and uh, how her mother knocked her father aside the head and parents got to be diligent all times. So but I just wanted to point out that it was the mother of those mm-hmm. other sons yeah. that put that four-year-old little girl in bed with her 13-year-old son and yes. put her other her brother. She should have put all the boys Separated in the room Separated them, yes. Mm-hmm. She put the little girl with her son and put the boys in the room with themselves. Yep. That don't make Separated no kind of sense. Them. Yeah. Women mm-hmm. are these patriarchal minded women, you got to watch them too. They yes, will put you your do. daughter in harm's way. And because yes, my yes. son would never they'll put your daughter at risk because they believe that their son is incapable of being an, the inherent rapist that he is. I don't put nothing past right. my penis. I don't care how old it is. But they will need yep. to believe that mm-hmm. and their need to believe that will be greater than your daughter's right to be safe. Every That's single right. time. That's right. I agree with that. You gotta be proactive. You cannot place your daughter or your son, for that matter. You have a son because they, you know, they do things to your son. Yes. So you cannot place your children in harm's way of patriarchy. You cannot do. No. You have to be aware of it. 
100% aware of it in yourself as well as as it surrounds you. You have to know how it operates, how it works. Yes. It's just like racism. You, you know, like Neely Fuller say, racism, you've got to know how it works and how it operates. That's yep. how you have to know about patriarchy. you got to know yes. how it works in order to protect yourself and protect your children. Your children. See, but women are still invested. This is why I said that, the division of the family. Once we mm-hmm. inserted man into the family, women became right. so overly focused on what he needs, what he wants, what's important to him. And puts him over her children. I was in this thread, this horrible um, all-black group, right? Blayton, you got some noise in the background. Blayton, I'll mute you. I, I love you, but I'll mute you. You got a little noise. Anyway, um, this thread on Facebook was an all-black group. And so basically they said, who eats first, the man or the children? These black bitches in this thread went to war with each other. War with each other. I'm feeding my man first. He's the provider. He's the protector. He's the one that brought the food in the house. If he wasn't working, we wouldn't even have no food. Them kids could wait. And I'm like, wow. Wow. If anyone ever wanted to know the reason that black women's children have no value in this system, it's because black women don't value their children. Right. They don't. They put their children low man on a totem pole. It's supposed to be God, then man, then me, then the children. Right. The children I know my husband, told, my husband told me, say, you know, and I invited him over for dinner the first time. You know, because I ain't no cook, and I let him know that from the beginning. I don't do no cooking, but I will cook you a meal the first time. So I had fried some chicken, right? And he laughed about this today. He said, when he sat down to the table, me and he said, he put his head down. He said, he looked up. Wasn't that left for the chicken back in the way? <laughs> oh hell no! I let my daughter go go for it. You gonna get your food, baby? Don't worry about it. I don't know where the men get off thinking that they're entitled to the most food. What? And, and you know what it is? It's because these motherfuckers keep on talking about being lions and shit. The yeah. lion share and stuff, yeah. and the lion yeah. eat first, and all that other shit that they fucking want to. Make us out to be animals. It's also religion, yes. Because the yeah. bitches were talking about the Bible says that the man's supposed to eat. I'm like, when the fuck did the Bible give out eating instructions? You are the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? This is a prank. This is funny. This is so funny. This is goddamn crazy. You know, the Girl, they crazy. The man's supposed to eat first, and then the woman, and then the child. When the fuck did the Bible tell you how you should eat in your family order? When? Right. Because I don't remember right. reading that. Maybe, maybe I just didn't read that particular. You know, I'm trying to remember where. I'm trying to remember. I think it's just something that has been passed down, and this was, and I think this was even before they even wrote the first word in the book called the Bible. That that was already set how women serve men because patriarchy was already established by the time they wrote the Bible. Okay. So when they wrote the Bible, that men, women serving men had already been established by that particular point. I mean, this is just my understanding of how things could have Mm -hmm. possibly went because as you read the Bible, it's full of patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, patriarchy had to have been set by the time this shit was written. And if they say it's only 6,000 years old and we've been on the planet for 
billions of years. I don't understand. So it must have been something that was well after patriarchy had already yeah, it been was. set up. It's, so it's they didn't have like to have instruction. It was already the rule of the day. You know what I mean? They had already, by murder and rape and war, exactly right. every tribe on the nation. And exactly. Killing off the men and raping the women and putting their seed into them women babies, they had already ensured their survival of them. Yeah. Exactly. And raping yeah. men, too. They've been sticking the dick to men and sheep and cows and all that yeah, shit. But they, all they, the stuck, they stuck their dicks in men to break a man's spirit. They stuck their dicks in women to break a woman's ability to recreate herself. Yeah. Once you yeah. become traumatized in your womb, you can only give birth to whatever was put into you. You can only pour Ooh, out whatever was poured into you. Mm. It's that's the mm-hmm. reason that they use rape to do what they do. They want to put their sick, depraved deficiency into us so that we no yeah. longer emit the vibrant intelligence and the cosmic awareness that we are. And instead we become the degenerate, infertile, unwoman that they are. Right. Because they can't have access to it except through us, and they're jealous of us having it. So they attack the very source of our creative genius, our pussy, our womb. Yes, I agree. I agree with that, too. So for men, for men, it's, it's a show of dominance. For women, it's a show of destruction. I own you. I have destroyed you. I've completely yeah. remade you, mind, body, soul. And I've reproduced myself in you, and you have to carry that child, nurse it, and raise it. You're going to have to get birth to it. You're going to have to remember me every time you have any experience with your body and that child. And this is mm-hmm. what they've done to our mothers. And, you know, we bear that trauma still to this day. This has never been resolved. Yeah. It doesn't just go away because of years later. That's why it right. pisses black people off when white folks say shit like, get over it. Slavery right. is over. But they expect us but to get over it. But they turn around and say that same shit to women. Get over it. You can't hate all men because one man raped you or six or however the fuck many sick motherfuckers hurt you. Get over it. Right. We do it all the time. We dismiss right. so You know what? That's a, great way. That's, that's, a great, that's a great way to contrast that. Whenever somebody says that, say that. I mean, that is a great way. Ooh, to shut them down. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yep. I'm going to mm-hmm. remember that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remember that people one. tell us, get over slavery and get over this and get over racism. And racism is only still around because you keep bringing it up. Right. The only reason there's yeah. still patriarchy is because y'all keep talking about it. Y'all keep alienating men, and men don't know what to do. Y'all are more bitter. Y'all are the reason that men are fucked up, because y'all don't know how to heal men. Right. Put the onus on the oppressed party. Put the onus right. on the party who has been wronged, and the oppressor never has to account for what he and she have done. Never. Ever. Never. Tell it. Mm-hmm. Tell it. Yep. Tell it. Sister. That's the goal, though. Tell it. That's the goal, to get them absolved. If we visit that, they're absolved. They're absolved of all wrongdoing. Yep, right. same shit, different day, Blake. You're damn right. So you're right. You see what Blake types in the chat room about a friend of hers whose uh, son, whose son was raped by um, the stepfather. I'm telling oh, you, no. girl. See, I know young. I know a young lady who had a two-year-old son. Her boyfriend. Now, mind you, he the boyfriend wasn't but twenty. And he raped her little two-year-old son, talking about he was looking at sex videos. I'm telling you, girl, I'm telling you. They're sick. The they are some very sick people. I know one did a baby and hid it under the mattress. Young, young black man, too. I'm telling you, they're young. They're not old men, you know, we got the 
the Johnny Danger old ass. No, these are young black men doing this shit too. And like you said, nine times out of ten, it's been done to them. Yeah. But what I never understand is if it's done to you, how could you dare do that? Same thing to someone else when you have memory of how you felt. I, I just, that has never, I have never you know been what, able Queen? To- I got to say, I got to say, you know how, okay, so I said that some women become hypersexual or they become yeah. either asexual or just shut it down. When men are raped, they either become very fearful and whorish. They're, they're fearful of women, but they're very whorish. Mm-hmm. Or they become rapists. Or they become rapists. Uh-huh. Because you've got to figure men's vibration is lower than women. We all know that. Men vibrate lower than yeah. women energetically. Yeah. They might be more intelligent. They might have the intellect and all that shit because of the masculine properties of this world that we've been set up in. But they're, mm-hmm. they vibrate lower than women. And so rape uh, is a very strong, the rapist is a very strong energy, a very strong presence. It's a very, very strong, powerful fucking spiritual energy. And you're not taking mm-hmm. out no rapist by yourself once you've been attacked. One of two things happens. You bear the shame, which women have already been programmed to sit in sick and shame yeah. and bury mm-hmm. themselves. Or you become the rapist, and this is the way that men go back and try to get their power. So, and usually... These men who are rapists were raped by other men. So they're going to go after the women who didn't protect them every time they rape another woman. Wow. It's more than just, it's also male sexual entitlement. I want to fuck her and she don't want to fuck me. But you got to also consider that this is a way that men are trying to so-called redeem their masculinity who have been raped, that they then turn around and become predators of women to make make women pay. It's, It's like punishing their mama, you know? I'm going right. to make her pay for not protecting me. Right. Now, it something else me, Blayton so said. Oh, what she said. Something interesting Blayton said in the in the uh, chat room, and I've never really thought of it like this, about how this guy, um, he tra- you know, he was raped, and so he tried to fuck every woman he, he saw trying to feel like a real man. But then, check this out, I never thought of this. He turned into a prostitute to women for a place stay. Psychologically, he was literally a prostitute just so he could have a place to stay and using his penis as payment, I guess, or something. Or, you know, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, but now that I am to him, she said, and now I think that that also is why, like, my stepson, um, he says, told me yesterday, because my, my grandson's birthday was yesterday, that's his son, mm-hmm. the relationship, like, the girl, and, and I'm going to tell you, oh, wait, 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 let me tell you what he did. Now, it's his son's birthday, they got, you know, they don't have a really good relationship with him, and his daughter, now, Jada is 16, right? Now, Jada's 17, she'll be 18 in October. He, I saw, now, Jada had told me earlier last week that she had hung up on her dad. You know, for so, and I say, Jada, you shouldn't hang up on your father. You know, just say what you got to say. But, you know, like you slam, hang up on somebody. I say, you shouldn't do your dad like that. So I noticed while everybody was milling around, you know, in the house, it's not that big. I'm sitting in the kitchen, but my granddaughter's bedroom door is right across the way. Now, prior to him coming, Jada was okay. You know, she was kind of smiling, but she's a moody kid because she always wants the attention of everyone when it's supposed to be on someone else. So that's just her under makeup, you know, so I understand. But she was still kind of smiling and things like that. But I saw him go in her room, 
and closed the door behind him. Red flag. Bloop. My red flag went up. He didn't stand there but a second because I'm on my way over there. He didn't stand there but a second. But after that, I noticed her whole constitution changes. I mean, every, every, it, it, it just changed. And so, you know, a little while later, you know, I, I was watching him and watching her. And so right before I left, I went into her room and I talked to her. And I said, you know, I saw your dad come in here and close the door. I said, what did he say to you? He said, oh, he was talking to me about hanging up on him and that he was going to hit me. And see, now this is, this, this is the thing. The hang up part happened like two, three weeks ago. Now, to me, he if you had to punish her, though. That, you, look. You know, he, he should have addressed that then. But like I told him, then he told her he done cut her off. Cut her off and what, nigga? You ain't never doing enough for her? No way. So I said, well, guess what, Jada? I said, now you're rid of him. But if he put his fucking hands on you, you let me know because I don't give a damn if he's your daddy. That motherfucker go pay for that. He going to jail. You let me know. He ain't got no man damn has no right. right to put his hands on you. And no man yeah. has no right. Yeah. Yeah. You. You know what I'm Hell. saying? He coming in, closing the door, threatening you in the, on a slick, sly, quiet tip. If he was that upset, he could have said that shit in front of every damn body. Why he got to go in the room and close the door and tower over you and threaten you? So you looking up at him from your bed. I'm like, Daddy, you don't allow no nigga to do that to you. You know, and I understand that. And I understood that she was in a position where she could just jump up and, you know, know leave out. Was her father. But I wanted to, no, but what, yeah, I wanted they to let her know. They're teaching their daughters that some man right. can power over you and your bed. Exactly. And you, talk to you like that. Exactly. Mm. And I told her, you don't let, let no man tower over no. you like that, stand over you like that. You understand? Intimidate you like that. And she was shaking, and she was just, she, she was like, Granny, I love you so much. Cause see, and I said, whenever you need to talk, whenever you feel you need to talk, let, you could come and talk to me. Just, I just want her to know I will take action. Ain't no, oh, just be a show to the crowds. If I fuck with you, it's on and popping. I don't give a fuck who it is. It's on and popping. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, a lot of times. I never had that, Queen. That's why people could get away with doing shit to me, including right. my mother. My mother came right. away with being abusive to me. My mother was horrible. My father was right, cause she's a mother. Because she's your mother. Yep. Right. My I'm like, don't nobody have a wife. All the money on the rent, all the money on the food, all the money for school supplies and shit. She beat me for no reason. Just because he spent up all the money and she was pissed, you know? Right. And if I told mm. anybody about it and they said they would go back and say something to her. Never help me out, never get me out of the situation or nothing like that. But they would go back and say something to her and she beat me worse. So after a while, right. I started talking to people and telling them stuff. Even though they'd ask me how everything go, I told them everything was fine. And it wasn't until right. years later, like, well, how come you didn't tell me? Because you was never going to help me get out of it. You were just going to keep making it worse. Because, see, you're an adult, right. and you can get big, bad, bonny, badass with my mother and talk right. shit to her about how she ain't doing right and da 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 But as soon as you hang up that phone, it's just me and her. Right. See, I, uh, see, I don't play it like that. I don't play it. I, I never had you be on front door. I'm so glad you did that. Mm. Right. I remove mm. the child. I will remove her. Into my custody, and, and and call you call the police if you want to, because I'm gonna tell the police why she is. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, you don't want to fuck with me. You fuck with my daughter, my granddaughter, my grandson, any child that cannot protect themselves. It's on and popping. I, I, I ain't no calling you on the phone and telling you what you shouldn't have did and what you should have did to the child. I, I'm gonna remove the fucking child, and then it's on and popping between me and you. 
because you are not going to take out what I said to you on them. It's not going to happen. Oh, yes, sis, I got it all covered. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to leave them vulnerable Good. to you because you embarrassed, and now you're going to yep. beat them. Hell no. It ain't, no, it ain't going on like that. It ain't going on like that, you know. And I have to tell their mother certain things, you know, but she, she's such a sweet person. I mean, I ain't never had to really, you know, go in on her, but I just try to keep her aware that she has to be vigilant. You know, you have to be vigilant. And I know for her, I say it in a way that she gets it. You know what I'm saying? She's, and I think it's been effective for her and the children. And see, when he went in that room, she was nowhere. I don't know where she had went. I think maybe, oh, I know where she went. She had went to take this little boy home that was um, at the grandson's birthday party. She had went to take Juan home. And he went, slipped in that room. And said that to my granddaughter. And after that, uh, no, did she? Was that the point? Uh, no, that wasn't the point where she took Juan home because Juan was sitting across the table from me when that happened. I don't know where her ass was, but she wasn't in the in the room where I was where I could see Jay the bedroom. I she wasn't nowhere around. But I saw it, and I was slack because she got one of those um, counter like you know square table, but it's got those chairs. Uh, you know, seats that you could, two could sit in one. And so I was going to slide out the other side and go and go into and open the door, see what was going on, but he was coming out. You know what I'm saying? He was coming out and the door was open, and so I peeked in, I saw her expression, and then after that I just watched her and I saw her whole countenance just kind of like drop, you know. And, and when you, you know, when the child feels as though they're not protected, and they think that, you know, this this is normal, that your father can come and intimidate you. And I'm like, no, he, no, he can't, he can't do that. Now, I can understand father coming and chastising you verbally, telling you that, but not in a way where he's standing, because I know what he was doing. I could tell. Standing for you, and he's tall, and he's a, a thick kind of, not a fat guy, but a, you know, kind of, you know, the guy. And he's standing up there, you know, telling her, you know, and I could see the, I could imagine the look on his face, and she's laying in her bed, you know what I'm saying, looking up at him, because I know he's probably saying, look at me, you know what I'm saying, when I'm talking to you, you know, and the intimidation that I could feel, that she felt, and I'm like, I don't want no motherfucker to feel that, because I remember it, I remember the pain of it, and I wouldn't like anyone to feel that. I don't want anyone to feel fear of their parents. You're supposed to respect your parent, but you are not supposed to be afraid of your parent. You know, I'm just that's that a minute about that. Parents, the reason that there's so much problems on the planet is that the spirit of the parent has been broken when it was a child. And because yeah. the parent's spirit was broken as a child, and that was said to be the way that we raise children, the way that we yeah. raise children successfully mm-hmm. and all that, these parents go on and perpetuate that same shit to their children. So they go on and they break their child's spirit. They tell them that they're sinful, they're dirty, they need to go to Jesus or Allah or whatever to be washed and made whole, to be brought back into who they are. So these children are beaten. They're given all kind of corrections. They're being told that they need to believe on some Jesus or something outside of themselves. They're constantly being redirected to look at something outside of themselves. And the reason that it's so 
it's so easy for them to accept that program is that they are already dependent on something outside of themselves called their mother. And -hmm. since their mother is such a failure, more often than not, let's just be honest, I don't mean this harmful, I really don't give a shit anymore at this point, but more often than not, not, mothers fail in patriarchy. You're set up to fail. You are set up to fail as a woman and a mother in this system. And you are going to make mistakes. There's no handbook. Nobody fucking right. wrote the handbook. There ain't no way to write one because every child is different. Every situation is different. Every bloodline is different. We are not taught to approach our children that way. We will right. repeat what our parents did and propagate that self going forward. One of the reasons that I do not have children is there was a day when I went to correct one of my sisters, and I opened my mouth and spoke to her, and I heard my mother. And I already didn't want no children because I was tired of raising my mama's damn children. But that made it all the more real for me that unless I did something to heal myself from the trauma that my mother forced me into in my birthing experience. The, yes, I chose my mother. I did not choose for her to be fucked up. I didn't choose for her to choose my crazy daddy. I didn't choose for her to choose the choices that she did or the experiences or any of the things that happened. And so in coming through and dealing with that, if I did not reconcile that shit in myself, get it healed, get it cleaned up, um, you know, act accordingly in my own best interest and highest good, what was going to end up happening is I was going to repeat the cycle. I wasn't going to break the cycle. I wasn't going to beat the cycle. I wasn't going to create a new cycle. I was just going to rinse, repeat the fucking cycle. And when I saw that, I chose that I'd rather not have children and force another child to go through another generation of that shit. I didn't want to have to go through that. I didn't think it would be fair to a child. And I, it was all of those decisions that caused me to say, I'm not even going to be engaged in that. I mean, A, I don't have the patience for children. I don't want to have to develop that patience right now. I want to focus on me. And I'm focusing on myself, figuring out all of that stuff. See, that's something that women don't allow themselves. They just start fucking because they got heat, because they're on their period and they're ovulating. They got got by some nigga bot gun in their pussy, and somebody told them abortion is murder, so they had a baby. Right. They didn't get to do shit. They didn't get to discover themselves. They didn't get to develop themselves. They didn't get to heal themselves. They didn't get to figure out what happened to them, how they came here, why they came here, what their purpose is for being right. here. Before they right. have to start recultivating the same fucked up cycle, they're going to recultivate the same cycle. How can they not perpetuate it? They've never known right. anything else. That's the goal. So when we, women who don't have no children, go around and talk about how we don't have any, want to have any children, what happens is all of the colonized women which is women who have children. You've been colonized. If you've got a baby and you had a baby with a man, you've been colonized. That is what it means to be a mother in patriarchy, to be a colonized being. Once a man has colonized your womb, you're invested in that. You're invested in maintaining it as the highest order. It once was. It is no longer the highest order in the land. See, it can't be the greatest order to be a mother when they can create babies in the lab and attest to. When they're cloning Mm. human organs when they're making human organs out of 3D technology, it is really not the highest order in the land anymore to create flesh. Right. But this is something right. that women who have done so are invested in maintaining mythologically because this is the only value that's been given to them in this system at being the chattel and cattle of men in patriarchy. So we end up seeing this, we end up experiencing this, it ends up being re-perpetuated cycle after cycle, family after family, generation after generation with the children. 
where they never get to wake up. They never get to see who they are. They never get to figure it out. You know, people get to their late teens, early 20s, talking about, I got to find myself because you know you're lost. And you were made to be lost on purpose by your damn parents. Your parents. When I say that we don't have parents, we more so have the slave master's overseer. The slave master is the system. The overseer is your damn parents. Yes, it's a setup. It is a setup. And the setup is to make sure, and, and I, I'm trying to remember which group of um, intergalactic fucks it is that did this Gregorian calendar shit that's got everybody on this slave schedule. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a star group. It's not the reptilians. Everybody won't blame everything, everything on the fucking reptilians. It's not the reptilians, but there's some star group, interplanetary group, that has us all on this schedule. So we keep reincarnating here back in the same cycle, the same cycle, the same cycle, the same pain, poverty, the same shit. It's almost like your, your numbers have been set in stone and your numbers are being worked against you. This is why I talk about the powers and the energies and the things that exist outside of us that are put and put to use against us so that other people can have what we won't be able to access. See, if it's not in our hand, it's in somebody else's hand. That's the law of exchange. If it's not you, it's somebody else. That's the result of the law of exchange, actually. If it's not with you, it's with someone else. It has to be switched. It has to be a swap. So one way, some way along the way, we gave up something of really great value for the mere appearance of power. And I think, Queen, it goes back to what we were saying from the Black Book, which you said was – um. Oh, hell, I can't remember what the official title is now. Uh, uh, the name of it is, um, oh, God. Oh, God. Right? I, I'll get it for you right quick because I'm right okay. here anyway. Um, but, yeah, because uh, I, I tried to download it. It wouldn't download because I don't have a, um, I don't have a PC. If I had had a PC, I'd have got it. Um, it's originally called the Sacred Records of Atum Ra, Atum Ray. Yeah, Atum Ray, okay. And so the section that really kind of tickled my fancy is when it was talking about how did women end up losing her power as God. And the answer is when she gave the power to man to hunt for her, protect her, and provide for her, she gave up her power to be God. She fell in love with him. She began loving him, and her love for him weakened her to submit to his rulership. Then she gave him the power. And then he turned around and used all of his powers against her, and he continues to do so today. And I'll tell you what, man will continue to use his powers against woman until the day that man is no longer permitted to come crawling out of her fucking pussy. I'll tell you that. What happened? Hello? Hello? Oh, I don't know what happened. It's like every, everything all of a sudden yeah. kind of went quiet. I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm like, lost off radio. <laughs> Something that we can definitely count on is no matter what, women, women are never, ever, ever going to give up having sons. It'll never change. It'll never end. As long as there's men on the planet, women will always have their loyalties to men, and women will always choose to give birth to sons, to continue to fuck men, to continue to love men over their daughters. And then they will go and tell people things like, I'm not choosing my son over my daughter. I love them both. I love them both equally. I'm invested in both of their survival. I don't think we should punish the boys just because men are horrible. It's not that they're born horrible. They're taught to be this way by the patriarchy. And they keep saying that 
but nobody's trying to break the patriarchy. See, women are fucked up and crazy. Men know women are yeah. crazy. And those of us who admit that women are fucked up and crazy get called hate and bitter. You know what I mean? And, and non-sisterly. Because we tell the truth that women are fucked up and crazy. And I tell you, as much as every woman I've ever worked with that has been sexually assaulted has borne witness, their mothers knew that their boyfriends, stepfathers, whatever, were fucking them. They acted like they didn't know, and when those girls came forward, those mothers turned around and said, you seduced him, you're lying on him, what's the point in bringing it up all these years later? You're just trying to hurt me, you just never wanted to see me happy, I always knew you were jealous, that man's dead, why are you sullying his name like it? I can go on for fucking hours telling you the kind of shit that women have done to their own daughters in defense of these dicks. Women will always (laughs) choose the son or their penis that they want to screw, or the potential penis that they want to screw, or any random male at all over their own fellow sister. They will always do it. You can count on them to do it. Women will never be seen as victims of male sexual terrorism. Men will. Oh, they'll believe a man was raped by a man in a heartbeat. That nigga could be lying his monkey ass off, okay? Lying. Right. Just to be able to shut up every other woman in thread to be able to say, yeah, it happens to men, so he could be lying his fucking ass off. But women will cleave to that. They will affirm him. Let a woman say the same thing. They want to know what you was wearing. What were you drinking? What hour of the day was it? How come you was over there? What kind of town was it? What part of town was it? They got all these fucking questions. Women will never side with other women, ever. Never. never. Listen, yeah. we could die yeah. and come back to this planet 60 times, and I tell you, patriarchy will be here every single time. Be here every time. It'll be here every time. It will never end. It will never end. We for some women it'll never end because they'll always be slaves to men. But the patriarchy has at least another seven generations, and these women are trying to see if they can make it nine. Mm. Right. Right. For me, it's. Yeah, they want to see if they can make it nine. See if we can make nine generations more of patriarchy existing instead of just the seven. Right. For me, it's, it's over. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, have you know? Once I once I figured out what it was, once I figured that out, it it was over for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to deal with, I don't have to deal with men unless it's on my fucking terms, and that's something that I had to come to know. That unless it's on my terms, I ain't fucking with you. And that's just how it is. You don't like it? Keep it moving. Because I've learned that I can live without you, that I don't need you. I know I did a video one time, and I just made that motherfucker private because it was ridiculous. But I made a video about why we need men, why do women need, and all the reasons I stated in that video for why women need men are the very reason that patriarchy will never die, okay? All of those reasons is why it will never die. See, the thing what women don't realize is you don't need men. You want men. You don't need them. Because if it were not for patriarchal wars and things like that, you wouldn't need them. If it wasn't for rape and things like that, you wouldn't need them for protection, period, or what they call protection. You yep, wouldn't need them at all. Rape. Yeah. They rape so that we can turn and say, look at how dangerous men are. You need a man in the home to protect you. Exactly. They, exactly. The men, 
the so-called good man is just as fucked up as the rapist. Actually, they're the same animal because the good man gets credits because the rapist exists, and the good man gets credit even though he's never taken out one rapist from the planet. Right. Exactly. How are you a good man? How are you a good man and you have never snuffed one rapist dick off this planet? You've never murdered one of these animals in defense of them. But you know what? Good men and women will celebrate them as good every time. You know what? That's because they have to keep creating the need for them. That's that's why. You know, that's why they have jails for them. will help them. Right. That's why they have jails for them, what they call rapists, instead of men going and take that motherfucker out. They put them in jail so that they could get out and they could do it again and women can feel unsafe and women can need men again. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. It's all about their their being needed. That's what it's about. Men are more needy than women. They always talk about how needy women are. Uh-uh. Men are more needy than women because they know within their very core that we really don't need them not to even produce children. It's in their fucking DNA. They know. That's yeah, why they keep the whole uh, mystique That's going. why they keep fucking, too. That's why they keep fucking. Yeah. Because, see, yeah. listen, I, I just read this article. They had two female snakes put in a pen together, right? Both mm-hmm. of them became pregnant. They hadn't been exposed to any male in almost a year. But both of them became pregnant, these two female mm-hmm. snakes. Parthenogenesis has already returned to the planet. The only way that the human female... Will re-experience this is if she stops traumatizing her womb with the phallic right. intrusion that we call heterosexuality. Yes, she's got a detox, but women don't want a detox. They've defined no. their sexuality as, as the phallic penetration of their body, and they right. enjoy that sick, sadistic shit. So you know, and then they try to encourage you. I had this conversation with Alfred. She goes, "You don't feel so kind." I said, "I wish we wouldn't have to have this conversation all the time about whether or not." You know, I, I get horny or feel like this or want to deal with a man. No matter what kind of kundalini energy shift I feel in myself, it has nothing to do with a penis. And that's what's the problem for far too many sisters. And I remember saying that to her just like that. Too many of us, when we feel our kundalini energy rising, because we're low-case beasts in our mentality and we're ruled by that abdominal brain in the negative, not the positive, but the negative, Mm-hmm. We will turn and say, I'm horny, I need to get me a dick to fuck. Not, right. my kundalini energy is awakening and moving through me, let me do something constructive with this. No, we go, because we're animals. Most women yep. are animals, low yeah. vibrational beasts of burden. Yeah. We go and say, I need to get me a dick or a dildo. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you That's what, right. if I need to put something in my pussy, let me go get some of these holy yoni eggs and smudge them okay. and love them in the sun okay. and the water and put that shit in my coochie and sit and meditate and nam yo ho renge kyo, nam yo ho renge kyo, myself into some trance to come up with my very next class that I'm going to teach to help us get our chakras activated, get into our natural flow, get off of these cycles and into our own cycles of abundance, prosperity and being grounded and that is the shit that works for me i come up with so much stuff because i'm not fucking men if i was fucking i wouldn't be able to tell y'all half the shit because i'd be fucked up my mind would be fucked up my energy would be fucked up i would be divided against myself 
Y'all don't understand yes. that. I know me, so it's the I'm a study of myself. I am the yes. only expert on triple dark goddess in the motherfucking world. I don't give a shit what That's kind right, of baby. cards and bones you read, bitch. I am the expert around this motherfucker on me. All right? TV, bones, stones, whatever the fuck you reading, I'm the expert. I know me. I have paid attention to what goes on in my life. I have paid attention to those cycles of abundance. It's twofold. I ain't fucking no nigger, and I ain't fucking with no digmatized bitch. If I start talking to these digmatized, always got dick on the brain, but your purse is jacked up, women, yep. my purse is yep. getting jacked up too. That's right. Because they're drawing That's from right. your fount. You come out of your flow and your currency to get in their stagnant, dead-ass waters that God ain't troubled in. Ooh, ooh, since Hatchet was a hammer, y'all. God ain't troubled in that <laughs> Hatchet was a hammer. <laughs> and they're stagnant, and they're stagnant and dead, and that's why they want to fuck, because they want something to give them some juice. But they don't realize that that shock to their gut that they're used to getting is the reason that they're problematic. If you just stay the course and keep on detoxing that dick, that poison, that sick-ass consciousness, all of that shit, you'll be all right. I texted Valkyrie at 3 this morning. I said, man, I got to exercise this fat bitch. I understand what Dawn was saying. She was talking about that fat-ass bitch that was sitting on her trying to get her to just sit and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee all day. Don't walk, don't do nothing, don't work out, eat all kinds of stupid-ass bread and shit. I said, I got rid of this fat bitch because the 30-day squat challenge ain't nothing on a steak and cheese diet. Let me get this apple right quick, you know? I was up at 3 in the morning thinking about shit that ain't had nothing to do with what I wanted to do. But I was able to check myself. Why? Because like Jacqueline Harris said to us yesterday, peace be still. I was right. still in myself. I heard what was going on. I understood. See, when you're trying to run a new thing in your life, your old familiar you're going to keep being like, remember me? Hey, remember me? Remember when we used to? You have to be a good steward over everything in your life and be very discerning. And you will be able to hear that when you're not plugged into everybody else but yourself, whether it's some man or some woman who wants a man. You have to be very right. careful of who you let so into you and have access to your energy because they take from you and they give yes, you stuff too. And not all the time what they give is good. They'll, oh, they'll take right. the best you got to offer and get real fat and happy, you know? Real fat and happy. Walk away from you and you sitting up there like, damn, I could have had a V8 for this shit. You know what I mean? Right. Don't give you nothing in return. <laughs> you got to be a good steward over your stuff, whether that's with these men you fucking with or these digmatized bitches who want to keep pulling that's you down. Right. That's right. And then right, we have to check are. ourselves that we don't always have that as a part of our conversation with each other. I hate when a woman calls me always wanting to talk about the dick. Don't call me talking about no yeah. fucking dick. Yeah, I know money. exactly what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, man. I Bitch, swear. I'm run three businesses here. I ain't got time to worry about no fucking dick. Okay. Oh, uh, did you see the link in the chat room just before you, uh, you know, we go further? Oh, yes, I did. I did. Yeah, on Scribbit. So, you know, if you, you know, got a Scribbit account, you can get it from there. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm so glad for that. That's awesome, Queen. Awesome stuff. I have to make sure I check that out because I really wanted to. I really wanted to read that. Yeah. So, you know, it's a PDF, but what the fuck, you know. Yeah, whatever. You print it out. That's you know, but, but, but the cool thing about it is, is that you can only, like, I think, I remember when this used to be free, you know, you used to upload something and then you could get something, but it's not like that now. And then I remember when you paid that the monthly 
pre the uh, premium to pay was three dollars and ninety nine cents. Now it's eight ninety nine. But see, this is what I suggest: if you got eight ninety nine, you pay the eight ninety nine, and that's just for that one month, and you go download every fucking book you want. That's because oh. got a lot of books, a lot of books. Just do a search engine; they got a lot of books. Maybe some Not of the very books that you'd be looking for. You know what I'm saying? But they're in PDF form. So somebody done scanned them and put them up on PDF form. But, you know, instead of doing a monthly $8.99, you got a one-time shot of $8.99, just download as many books as you as you want to. I have to go there check that is. out because I'm on Stupid Audible. And um, I'll yeah. be wanting like $13, $14 a month. Yeah, that's I, I got every book. Yeah, that's Audible. No, see, I'm on Audible. Audible is the is the audio book. So you're not talking about Audible, right? No, Audible, I'm Audible, I am. Audible is the audio book. Yes, but I'm saying Audible wants like fourteen dollars a month, and you got to pay for every book if I'm remembering correctly. I can't remember though. No, you don't. Oh, okay. I you thought get, you had to pay you for every book. You get a credit. You get you get a credit one credit every month. For your, I think it's thirteen dollars or whatever, because I'm on Audible too. So you get a credit oh, okay. every month. And then sometimes they'll give you two credits. Sometimes I let my credits build up because I don't see a book I want. Next thing I know, I got three credits, and then I have a choice for a whole lot of audio books, three at least three audio books right? that I want. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, like I say, everything ain't free. Like you were talking about Deborah yesterday. You know, every nothing, not very many things are free. And I'm skeptical about free shit anyway, because I feel there's always something attached to it, some virus or some shit like that. That's why I don't look at free movies on on the computer or none of that shit like that, because people are always talk about they getting virus. I'm like, you download a bunch of shit. That's why free. That's why you get all. That's why you get shit, because you think you're getting something for free. It ain't nothing free. I keep telling you, it ain't nothing free. You're going to pay for it in some shape, form, or fashion in life. That's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mind, you know, I don't mind spending the eight ninety nine if I want, but I got to be able to get more than one fucking book. I'm not paying that for one goddamn download, okay? So mm-hmm. before I download this, I'm going to look for other books I want, and when I see the, you know, Google, I mean, not Google, but doing the search engine for other books I may like, that have to do with women and, and consciousness and being a, affirmative about your own damn self, the real mental health and shit like that. If I find about three or four of them books, then I'll give them $8.99 and I'll download all of those books that I want. I think that's a perfect give. You know, I think that's right. a perfect exchange. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not paying no eight ninety nine for no one goddamn download. I bet you that. I'm not going to do that because that's a um, – I think that's a one-time. That's a one-time payment. You can either do the one-time payment for eight ninety-nine, and um, I'm, I'm just trying to, because I got to click the renew, but it ain't telling me what I want to hear, what I want to see. But anyway, um, you could do the the one download for eight ninety-nine, or you could do the monthly subscription. Oh, here it is, eight ninety-nine for twenty-four hours of access. So that means you got a whole twenty-four hours to download everything you see you may want, unlimited, it said, unlimited access, 899, 24 hours. So every book you may think you want, you look in that search engine and see if they got it, 
write that shit down, and then you pay your little $8.99 and download all them goddamn books and put them on a jump drive so it don't clog up your damn computer bandwidth. That's what I say. That's, that's, that's my advice. Because that three ninety nine annual membership, they bill your ass at one time for a whole fucking year. I ain't doing that. You know, I ain't doing it. And I ain't paying eight ninety nine a month because you may not have a book I want in a month. So, there it is. That's the best way to there do it. There it is. The whole way through. <laughs> yep. That's, and that, I'm telling you, Scribbit has some really nice books. I used to get a whole lot of good shit from them on, on, on the Scribbit thing. I got a whole lot of downloads from them. You know, particularly well, hell, about everybody women needs to issues. everybody needs to check that out because um everything you saying, Queen, for all the books we be talking about around here, that's how yes. people get their information on. You know, Scribbit, exactly. you pay a little one time fee, you have all this access. That's great. You know. Ooh, yeah. You know, and I I think I think it's just great. You know, I'm gonna put it in Barbara Walker too while I'm sitting here to see if they got Ooh, any books. See if she got yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause she girl, please. I'm going to put her name in here just to see. But anyway, you know, I think that women as women, we have to be very vigilant. What is he, Barbara A. Walker? Is she Barbara A? Barbara A? Or Barbara G? 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 Because I know she don't have any audio books. I know that. And that's yeah, a, it's G. Yeah, she don't have any. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. They got the, oh, say, unfortunately, this book is not available for subscription. That's the Women's um, Dictionary of Symbols and Sacred Objects. I got that on an e-book already. Mm. <laughs> so I already got my e-book of that one. But they don't have the. Oh, I can print this right from here. Oh, but no, the, you can't because there's pages that's blocked out because I don't have to, I have to download right, it. Right, right, see, right. You know, they only give you a little taste of what the book is about. But, um. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Give a little taste. Give a little taste of taste. That's fair. Yeah, so, you know, just, um, let's see, Walker Black Feminine. I wonder what that's about. Walker Black Feminine Shamelessness. Oh, that's, uh. I'm going to check that out. I wonder what that's about. Let me do a plus on that one. I don't know, girl. It's just so much. You know, cultivating black lesbian shamelessness. I don't know, color purple. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I kind of, when I see stuff like that, I'd be wondering what the fuck are they talking about because I got a whole different understanding about this whole subject. Right. You know well, I'm that's saying? just it. That's just it. With anything, we're going to have to read for, we're going to have to read through and decode it. Know what someone yeah. else has defined it as and then redefine it for ourselves, but also be very aware of what their spell work is saying. So that way we're working good spells for ourselves when we decode it, you know? No different than, um, you know, when we started with the great cosmic mother and she was trying to say that the penis is the clitoris. No, it's not. No, the fuck is not. Right. No, the fuck is not. Because I, no, sure I thought that's what it was for real. And then when you broke that shit down, and I was like, you know what? It sure ain't. It sure ain't. And that is the fucking truth. But all this time, hearing the lingo from other people, you understand, supposedly scholars, supposedly, you know, all these supposedly knowledgeable people, which is why I don't give certain motherfuckers two shakes at a lamb's tail, is because they are erroneous in what they're talking about. And when you do your own research, that's when you come up with the facts and the truth. And so now I check out what everybody says now. 
You know what I'm saying? But I had forgot all about the penis and the clitoris being the same fucking thing until we had the, you know, you had the show the other day. And then when I, I don't know how we got on the subject, but when you cleared it up, it, but see, you don't have to read that in a book because that makes sense if you know the anatomy. See, that makes sense once you know anatomy, that the clitoris is, is, has its own purpose, period. It's not a penis. It has its own purpose, and that is what you really, really brought forth for me. And then with my understanding of the human body, uh, now uh, of the female anatomy and the male anatomy, you know, their genital, uh, you know, your genital area, that's when I realized, you know what, that fucking shit is correct. When you really, when I really, it didn't take me long to catch it. But I had never really given it any thought until we started having the conversation about the clitoris and the penis. And next, and there it is. You, that was the one little thing that cleared up for me because I was born with the clitoris is a elongated penis shit, which is their woman. That's because That's it, had been re- it had been repeated so much. Sixty seconds, everybody, before we go into overtime. Three four seven eight two six nine nine three zero to catch the last hour of the show. Make sure you call in now. Yep, man, I'm telling you, you know, I, you know, I think, boy, you know, who, Lord, I'm gonna tell you something, girl. If I know now what I knew, what you know now at your age, I'd be a bad bitch just like you. Seriously, young and a bad bitch, in control of myself in my youth. You see what I'm saying? It's all right to be controlling yourself when you're old. What the fuck, right? But when you young and in control of your fucking self and you walking this planet on your two flat feet commanding and ordering and living your life to the fullest abundance that you know, that's, a, that's life itself. I just got to tell you that. That is life itself because you haven't had, well, I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say you ain't had long suffering. You ain't had a long time suffering. You've had short-time suffering, even though it was catastrophic and large in its time frame, but you have a whole life ahead of you where you control every fucking thing. By the time you get to my age, by the time you get to my age, you will definitely be a crone, but you'll be a more wiser crone because a lot of shit that I went through from your age to where I am now, you wouldn't even go through. You you ain't gonna never have to go through. You ain't gonna do because you ain't gonna do it. You ain't gonna do because you know better. You ain't gonna do that. So hopefully, you know, your peers I, I pray for your peers to listen. That's what I do. Sweetheart. Triple star goddess. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I do. I pray for your peers. I want my young sisters to wake the fuck up that you control your life. Don't let nobody tell you different. Because I'm reading a book now called Man, God Made Man, Man Made God by Barbara Walker. Oh. I'm telling you, that's a bad motherfucker. That's a bad motherfucker. It's a it's an e-book, $3.99. That's, I'm telling you, Barbara Walker was way before her damn time, honey. Way before her time, okay? Who she is, she, she's heavy. She's a she's a heavy woman, 
and the, the book is uh, a compilation of her. I forgot how they put it. Wait a minute, I got it in my ebook. Um, it's a compilation of her thoughts or works or some shit like that, right? But let me see. I'm gonna find it right quick. It's on my iPad. It ain't even in my. It ain't even in. It's on my iPad. It ain't even in my books here. But anyway, it's a compilation of her writings about you know the the subject of God. And I'm telling you, that woman hit the nail on so many heads. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, I I don't suggest this to people who are believers. I really don't. <laughs> but for those skeptics who are skeptical, I suggest you check it out. You know, you're skeptical. Now, I wonder do God really exist. I don't know for sure. I'm scared to say he don't. He don't. I'm scared to say he don't. Because what if he do? Blah, 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 right? If you're a skeptic, then I suggest you read that book. Because I was very, I'm very, I was very skeptical. But now I'm not. I'm very sure as to who's who and what's what. You know? Oh, here it is. PDF. Ooh, no, don't have it. Don't have it. But anyway, that's just my little, you know, um, offering on, in the plate <laughs> for the day. <laughs> In the church of the angry demons. Uh, <laughs> let the church say amen and amen and amen and amen, amen again and all that. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah. That's my offering in the, in the church for the day. <laughs> okay, Blake, I see. She said, I, I got the rug rat invasion. Got to leave the computer room. I'm on the phone, though. I see that. All right. Okay. See you, Ain't no thing. See yeah, you in the just... room waving, Blake. I see you. I'm waving back, but you yeah. can't see me. She's a real no, rat invasion. <laughs> yep. She can hear you, though. She's still on the line here. She can hear you. <laughs> rat invasion. <laughs> I know what you mean, sis. I'm so glad I ain't got none. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Coming over or nothing. Even my grandkids don't come over here. I'm so happy. I love my solitude. I'll come to you. <laughs> don't, come, don't come to me. <laughs> I'll go where you are, okay? How about that? No, because they coming on respected damn area. I've been bringing all that negative energy in your house and shit. I was like, nah, mm-hmm. I, keep, I keep this temple sacred, honey. Very few people get through them damn doors. I'm just going to put that on record. And when they leave, I'm burning the dog on. What you call that stuff I got in this box over here? The, um, what you call that shit that you burn? Not incense. The other thing. It's, oh, I was about to say incense. <laughs> no, you know what you burn when you when you cleansing. Um, sage, sage, sage. Yeah, girl, I'm burning the fucking sage and everything. When motherfucker walk out my door that I ain't invited that just came on over. That happens very seldom, but trust me, I'm burning that sage when they get ready to leave. When they leave, and I'm sweeping out the door. Yeah, I learned that shit. Get that spirit out of here, cause you got to keep your temple clear, you know, for your spirit to have rest. You got to do that, you know, for real. And that's what Hell I yeah. I keep them out. I keep them out, girl. I swear for God, I keep them out and away from me. Because I know the human being. I know the human being. They carry all kind of diseases and turmoil and all kind of shit. And you know, that's that why shit. I don't really like people walking through my house with their shoes on and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? I mean, 
Girl, please. The only I got house shoes. That's what they, that's why they made house. Cause I don't like to walk barefoot. I'm not a person that likes to walk barefoot, even though my floors are clean. I don't. I've never liked the feel of the floor, the dirt, the rocks, or nothing. Cause I got tender feet under the bottom of my feet. I don't know why that is, but I do. I can feel the smallest grain of sand under <laughs> my feet. So I always have on what we call house. Shoes. They are shoes for the house. When my guy come over, first thing he do is take off his shoes. Hanif don't walk in people's house with his shoes on. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, know what actually, he, he, what, I, what I always wanted to do, Queen, well, see, first of all, I couldn't do this when I first when I first moved out. I was 20 years old. I had just graduated high school mm-hmm. a couple of months prior. Then I turned 20, and then I moved out. It was all within, like, eight months, not even. So I graduated in June. I turned... 20 that same month, graduated, turned 20, and then I moved out by, like, December 1. Mm-hmm. Have a mm-hmm. job and everything, right? So I move into my first mm-hmm. place. Beautiful hardwood floors, girl, marble floors and walls and bathroom. I was fried, died, and laid. Motherfuckers couldn't come to my house with their nasty, ratted-ass shoes on. In fact, okay. I made them take their shoes off at the platform before the last flight of stairs when you got to my door. Okay. Take your hmm. shoes off before you even set your rancid feet on my steps. Now, what That's I used right. to do is keep socks and bleach the fuck out of them. <laughs> and bleach it out yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. And then handle the people. Because, you know, people wear all kind of ratted socks and socks that are supposed to be white and they look gray. Ugh. I you know. don't know if they were really meant to be gray or not. Yeah. Holy cheesecloth-looking-ass socks. So I was, you know, people yeah. who was embarrassed. Now I got to keep my shoes on. I'm embarrassed about my socks. That's not the problem. Here, here's a pair. I to keep footies. Put these footies on, footies. you know. Yep. yep. I did do what I really wanted to do is keep Italian leather slippers, but you can't have to anybody just anybody feet there, you know. Some people Italian shit. No, put these footies on and keep it moving. <laughs> you know, but you such a you such a classy diva. Of course, your guests will have Italian slippers to put on their feet. I'm just saying, that. you know, but I don't want just anybody feet going to the club. I didn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't have just anybody's rancid ass. Ain't no one here to be classy. It up in my life. Some people don't even know what the fuck being classy is. I know. They don't know what class is. Shit. Well, they, you know, they some people who think they got class ain't got it. Yep. Yep. Sure to say that, Queen. You know, they mm-hmm. think because they can buy expensive shit and they got this and they got all these degrees, they got class. No, I done seen niggas with degrees before. PhDs, masters, and what's all that other shit they can get? They still niggas at the end of the day. Still <laughs> act like I niggas. Saw, this, this is horrible show, Queen. This is not my fault. I know, it's never my fault, but in this arena, this is actually my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching TV and it came on as an advertisement. Okay, so that was my fault. If I wasn't watching TV, this shit wouldn't happen. But they decided to put it on TV, so that way it's not my fault. Anyway, it's called BAPS. They made a TV show out of BAPS, Black American Princess or Prince. So these bougie, highfalutin Negroes, I don't even mean bougie in a good way, because, you know, I I got a little bougie to me, too. I'm talking about highfalutin. Highfalutin trying to act like they are not the same ghetto wretched trash that they were before they landed wherever the fuck they is now from wherever the hell projects they crawled out from. 
So they're like, we're not like the ghetto black. We're, you know, Cosby black. Then they have all of these cuts to all these fights and wretched ass shit. Motherfuckers gossip right, stuff. I'm like, right. listen, let's stop acting like people are not people at their core. Some folks are right. better at faking the funk. Some of us, black folks especially, got a problem with all of that fake ass ism because we don't do phony. You know what I mean? I'm going to be real right. to my core. You don't have to like it because to, to try to appease you is to be phony to who I am. And fuck you, who the hell told you you was important, you know? Um, right. Some folks, some folks, they really do have no clue at all <laughs> to what is going on in the world. We can call them lucky. We can call them clueless. We can call them, you know, tuned out, whatever. But they're not, they're not in the flow with this stuff. This is just not their realm. I respect that. Do not, though, try to act like because you drive a Mercedes-Benz, like, who the fuck told you people that this pretty garbage was of value? <laughs> okay. You ain't driving. You driving some shit that they made, like, a million of. You not right. driving some shit that they only made 20 of. It's only you and 20 other motherfuckers on the planet with it. You know what I mean? You driving right. shit that you and 60,000 other people in your state drive. But you better than everybody else. Right, right. I'm not knocking what they got. I'm just saying, where people come in their mentality of what class is. So you're higher class than ghetto folks because you have bobble and pretty garbage that was loaned to you so you could shuck and jive like this. Meanwhile, I saw more character and class in Aunt Fee, who they would deem in the ghetto cooking show or whatever. I saw more class, more compassion, more heart. More love. And that woman sitting up there talking to her, her nephew, talking about, listen, nigga, I told you to hold my camera straight. I saw more of all of that in her than I ever have in half of these people who claim that they're high class based on their pretty garbage. I have no respect for that. I have every bit of respect for abundance, prosperity, wealth, riches, and the finer things. Y'all know, just talking about having Italian slippers so niggas can walk around my house. <laughs> You know, but no, (laughs) I'm talking about knocking that stuff. I'm talking about pretending that that somehow puts you in a higher class and caliber, even in a global sense. See, as long as globally the image of black people is that sticky shit on the bottom of the barrel, I don't care how many of their toys white people permit you to play with. Yes, don't forget, bitch, you don't run shit. You still the white man, bitch. We all are. Okay, tell him, tell him, tell him, daughter. I don't care how many of his toys he allows you to play with for this period in time in your life. It doesn't make you greater because in the global scheme of things, the image of the black woman has been desecrated and treated as the least of them, which means that everything she produces will be treated accordingly. And the fact that none, this is why I keep talking about the woman and the daughter, the woman and the daughter, the woman and the daughter, the feminine, the feminine, the feminine. Because when we restore the mother, so too will be everything that she creates. You keep thinking it's going to be, oh, the black man got to be saved, the black man got to be restored, black son. No, it's his mother. They hate his mother. Right. This is done to destroy yeah. his mother and to keep getting his mother to give up more and more and more of herself so that they can have more and more and more access to the realm. Because the more she gives up, the more that's available for them to, to, to the victim goes to spoil. And while she's laying down and dying and crying about whether or not it's going to be her son or daughter next, how do I deal with my child being fucked on top of us being poor? 
I can't feed my kids. I don't know the last time they had the dentist. But I got to contend with this shit, too. And I got to worry about which next dick is on trial, which next bitch. When they keep black women in that state, they keep black women from thriving and having a full life. This is also reproductive justice. That the black right. woman, the black mother is not honored and upheld. That she's defiled, that she's dehumanized, she's degraded, right. she's undersupported, she's underfunded, she's making 63 cents for every dollar that a white man makes. All of this stuff is part and parcel with this mother wound and with our remembrance of our divine great cosmic mother. And that is how we're going to be able to heal our own selves. Everybody else do what the fuck they want. I'm not in that. But for whosoever will, let them come. These are the things that we have to work from, though. These are the things that we have to peel back. These are the things that are in our way. These are the things that have circumvented our divine remembrances of sacred source and cosmic intelligence in our own selves. Don't know how we're going to change that on a massive level, but I don't, I don't actually think it's going to happen. I just know that it's going to take one woman, one womb at a time, divesting from this fucking patriarchy. And the most we can do is understand people who got it, get up with it, learn it, incorporate it in our lives, read the books, and keep it rocking, you know? Keep on rediscovering ourselves every day. It's another level of discovery. That's discovering right. yourself. That's right. That's right. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. You know, and, and, and speaking, you know, from my understanding, it don't matter how old you are because, you know, a lot of times you go, well, I'm, I'm older now, and, you know, it's not going to do me any good. Oh, yes, it will. Once you want, well, I'm going to tell you something. Once you wake up, once you realize who you are, no matter how old you are, whatever stage you go in, it's going to benefit you at the end of the day. You know, so don't cast it off like it won't do you any good because you done got to this age or you done had 90,000 kids. No, it can still benefit you to know who in the fuck you are and what in the hell you command from your mouth. You, you said the word. You are in the beginning. You are the word in the beginning. Oh, Lord have mercy. Whew. And and that is it right there, Queen. That's the thing that people have come away from, women especially, you know, and it's hard, Queen. I remember talking about this from the perspective of, like, we get it, we get it, but we don't get it when we talk about race, all right? Right. Related back to race. This seems to be the one language that most niggas speak universally, you know? Race is a very new institution of power. Race is not even 2,000 years old. It's not. Race is not really even 800 years old. It is very, very new. It has been around for very few years now. This concept of race and racism, it's very new. Right. It doesn't take long, though. It's an outgrowth of patriarchy and female suppression and male supremacy. So white supremacy is an outgrowth of male supremacy. Another way black people are working backward, black people think if we end white supremacy, then everything will be better for black people. No. The only way he can put his whiteness over you is because he put your mother as beneath and the slave. And so if your mother is the slave, but you are still a man, then you are equal with him because the women were the ones who were slaves. But when he turns around and says your entire race by color and demographic is enslaved, 
and that his entire race by color and demographic is supreme or was sent to civilize you, then he can turn you even unto the slave. So you are not equal to him. He already was able to reduce you. It's easy to put the race spell on your mind because you've already been debilitated by your birthing. You are no longer divinely birthed. Your mother is no longer a sacred God image in all the land. Your mother is now the whore of the land. She has been destroyed by you and your whiter brothers. All of you capitalized on her. They did not want to share what was hers with you as her son anymore. They wanted to take it even from you. Having access to it wasn't enough. No, they wanted to control it. So they enslaved you too with this whole race thing. This was over a set period of time to completely put together this system of male supremacy and dominance. Like Don would say, it's a fake left, go right, or fake right, go left. So we fake right, getting you to think it's about race. Meanwhile, it's about gender. And if we get you to believe that you are a man and that if you, if your woman would just let you be a man, you could have what we have because we're men. Look, our women serve us. This is why we have it. Meanwhile, no, no, they don't. That's why y'all keep talking about feminism. Their bitches hate them, okay? Their bitches hate them. Their bitches been warring them for years, and y'all will say that out of one part of your tongue with your forked tongue ass while you talk about reptilians, and with the other part of your tongue, you'll talk about how the white woman serves her white man, and the black woman should do as follows so that we can all ascend, because if we uplift our black man, then we as a family will be uplifted. That's untrue. It was not the alleged desecration of you that destroyed your race. Your race is not black. Your race is divine. When your race was brought down from divinity and given color, not ether, not gases, not knowledge, not wisdom, but fucking color and rust at that. We're not black. We're rusted. Brown. When you were given color to bespell you, it was the single worst thing to ever happen to your psyche because the... You never could make sense out of mother being supreme anyway because you thought you could do what mother could do, and then when you couldn't, you thought mother just wasn't helping you do it, so you killed her in your jealous rage, and you helped other people to kill her too. So now you've got color, and color ain't working for you neither, but still blame mother because, again, mother is the one who gave you your color. And see, mother gave you color and told you how to navigate it, but she thought she lied to you because what she told you still doesn't work because you never understood the truth, which is you will never be more than your mother. Oh, you say it, motherfucker. You say this yeah. shit. No nation can rise higher than its fucking woman. You, say you don't it. live it. You don't you live it. You're not You're interested in raising your woman it. high in your nation. You just want to say it to get the woman to keep opening her legs to you opening her womb to you, opening her portals to you, servicing your house, servicing your movements, servicing your ego, writing your fucking book, and sucking your dirty dick. That's why they say this woman is high. No, they should rise higher than this woman. And the black woman and, is high. And to blame the woman for the fall of the nation. 
That, that's all to blame the woman for the fall of the nation as because well. Because if, if no nation can rise higher than this woman, then the woman fell, and that's why the nation fell. Not the woman was exactly. taken down by her own dirty dick rat, that bastardly son, and his infiltrating right. brother of many colors. Right. But, no, the woman failed. Patriarchy exactly. is the natural progression because women are not capable, smart, strong, masculine, and such of the right. These are the things that they say. And unfortunately, right. they're right to a certain extent, Queen, because, you know, 75% of these bitches is nothing more than they slaves. That's right. That's true. That's that is true. So what do we do that about that? What do we do about it? Well, for me, it takes recognizing the women who are still in the trap and trying to get out. That's fine. That's Everybody's right. going to wake up in their own time. But when you have the tools and you don't use them, you're wasting time. You can go sit over there sitting still. I'm running a race. I ain't got time to be dragging you behind me. Not investing in other people's concerns if it doesn't if it doesn't in any way, shape, or form mean that you're going to be able to help. Sometimes we think we help them, but really we hurting. Yeah. You know? I just had a conversation with Deb. She goes, well, I'm not trying to help anybody. You know, I'm not a therapist. I was like, I understand that you're not a therapist, and because you're not, what you also shouldn't do is put yourself as some sort of expert on yeah. A, who can help rape people, B, what kind of qualifications one needs to help rape people, and C, how to engage a person who is surviving that. You should never assert yourself as an authority because you're not one. You're nothing more than a blogger trying to bring attention to the issue. You've done no research. You're not invested in it. You're not surviving it. You don't have anybody in your family that's surviving it. So you really shouldn't be putting yourself in this position and then, you know, are ordering folks about that way. We all have to do what right. we can do. We all have to do what we can do and know what your role is and stay in your lane. And that is how we fucking do it. Exactly. Exactly. That's how. Anyway, before she cuts us out, go ahead, Queen. With yourself. Yes, I think Queen. it starts with yourself. You hear me? Yeah, I did. I agreed with you. I said, yes, Queen. I'm going to yeah, it's, you. It does start with yourself. Hurt. You know, that's something I say all the time. Out of yourself comes all out. Right. Are you... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you an example? That's that's where it starts. You know, because like, I think it was it you who said... Was it you who said something about wisdom? Was it wisdom from experience or... Something? Oh, yeah, I said wisdom is nothing more than heal pain. Yeah, heal pain, and the pain is, and hopefully, and that's something you experience, so it's kind of basically the same thing. So, you know, you have to you have to be an example to what you say you know and what you say you're about. You got a lot of these bras out here talking about they queens and all that shit. When they, they, they look, they're just still uh, phallus uh, strokers at the end of the day, you know, they they still stroking phalluses, even though they're calling themselves all these gods and queens and all that shit like that. But it's clear that they idolize dick. You know, I see it. You know what I'm saying? That's why they make excuses. These are the first ones that say, oh, it's, uh, it's some good men out here. We can't talk about all of them and all that shit. Those are the phallus strokers right there, the digmatized ones is what I call them. You know? Yep, me too. Now, this is a, a nigga right here. 
that, you know, you try, I'm, try, I'm going to the post office right now, and it's a nigga who wouldn't let me through the traffic while the white person stopped and let me in. You know, some, things, some people are just... I, they usually so do that. Yeah, they're so fucking discourteous. I'd be like, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is just stop and let me in because there's a long line behind you just to let me in, but you can't even do that. Fucking school bus. Anyway, anyway, girl, that's why I try to work on myself. You know, I try to connect with other women who feed me their energy, what they've been through. I learn from everybody's story. You know what I'm saying? Because some things I haven't experienced, but I'm one of those people that don't have to experience it. I can learn from your story, you know, and know that it ain't good for me either. You know what I mean? So, so that's why I like to share with women who tell their story, you know, and and demonstrate that they live the life that they say that they're about, you know. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's been a great journey for me. I have no regrets. I only regret, well, I do have one, that I that I didn't learn these things earlier. That I think that's my only regret in life is that I didn't learn what I'm learning now at an earlier age. I think that's my only regret. But I think that my charge is to tell my story, share my mm. experience. I think that's that's what I'm supposed to do, and you can do with it whatever you want to. Yep. Cause I don't, Hell, I they're going to do it anyway. They're going right. to do whatever they want with your story anyway. If you bear witness, they'll right. say you're hurting. That's why you talk about it. If exactly. you tell the story with the passion that it takes to convey the message, they'll say, look, look listen to her voice. That's why the bitch upset. Yeah, we, it's still bothering us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's why you got problems because you all you got a problem with your mother saying you hate all women. You know, it, it's unending. People are going to do what the fuck what they want with your story. You don't have to let them, but just know that they're right. going to. My grandmammy told right. us like this, baby, they talked about Jesus, and they loved yep. Jesus, and they talked about Jesus, and, and that's all I needed to hear from Granny. She said it. Exactly. She said it all. Exactly. They will jaw jack just to do it, just to fucking do it. They'll jaw jack. So there are women who share their stories of rape, molestation, pain, neglect, downright fucking hard. Look, girl, I know a woman told me a story about how she was literally tortured, tied up, tortured, burnt with cigarettes. And all this shit tied up in a hotel room. And Mm-mm. if it wasn't, the maid came and found her. But it had left and cut her with, with razor blades and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I learned a lesson. Don't fuck with strangers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I learned a lesson. Don't fuck with strangers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey. Yep. She told oh, because me men are very sick. sick. Yes. I mean, very sick. And she said she never would have thought that this guy would do something like that. Never would have dreamed, just, you know, just based on how smooth he was and how, you know, sophisticated mm-hmm. looking he was. And, you know, he drove a nice women will turn around and tell you that it's your fault and you didn't pay enough attention and that's why you got a vet and you should have did this. And they will turn around and tell you something wrong with you. No, men are very, very slick Sick, yes. cunning, conniving, yes. demonish motherfuckers. They are some sick fucks. Women don't know what men are. That's why they get caught up. That's why little children get raped. 
and then women hide it because they are ashamed right. to admit that they was fucking a rapist, a child fucker, that they was in exactly. love with a child fucker. So they sacrificed yes. their children yes. even more to uphold the fact that they're guilty over being in love with a child fucker. That's what it is, girl. That's what it is. That's that what is it is. The woman allow men to do this shit. Yes, that she's loving and still she still wants to fuck him. That's why exactly. she can't believe her child. She still wants right. to fuck him. She so she's going to, to tell him. that child, you're making up things, you're just bitter, you're trying to not see me happy, you just like this and that and that and that. She will do whatever it takes to crush that child because she's right. in love with the child fucker. And the child right. fucker is more important than her own child. Right. You know what, though? I want to say this, too. Even, let's say, for instance, even if a child, and I don't believe children would ever lie about something like that, but let's say, for instance, that it happened and a child lied. I think something is wrong with, because the child lied. What the fuck is going on with a child if they would tell a damn lie like that? I got to still look at Where would a child even be able to come up with a lie like that? That don't make no sense. How does a child have that as a point of reference? Something is still fucked up here. No child can even know nothing about that to be able to tell you that. Where is it coming from? Some kind of way you still feel that child. Listen, I have had women, grown women will say shit like, "The the girl wanted her stepfather. We're talking about an old nigga. We're talking about teenage what? girls, 17, 18-year-old girls, right, with some old 50-some-odd-year-old wrinkly ball-having nigga, and they're going to talk about she wanted him and she seduced him. What kind of 17-year-old hot-body bitch who can have any dick she wants is going right. to wrestle, tongue-wrestle with a toothless Rufus? That don't make no kind right, of sense. exactly. Don't make no but sense women whatsoever. will trot out any excuse under the sun to absolve men. This is what women do. This is what women yeah. have been taught Ooh. to do. Because women have been taught to make men the center of the family and the center right. of their world. He can't be the first fucking cause in your world. He can't be number one in your life. You have to be number one. You put him right. number one, you a failure. Moreover, get the fuck away from me because I don't deal with bitches who are dictatized like that. You got a son and you love yourself more than you love yourself? Get out of my life. I don't give a fuck. Right. Got dick? Love it more than yourself? I don't do it. Get the fuck out of my life. I swear. I don't fuck with him like that. I do not fuck with him like that. You know, I'm I'm telling you, that's why I have few, few, very few, and I mean few almost like zero. Friend. Now, these are the kind of friends I got. I'm going to tell you what type of friends I got on the ground. I don't have to see you in years. And whenever I do see you, we just pick it up. That's a friend. That's my friend. If I don't see you in years, and whenever I do come across you, you know, we come across each other's paths, it's like we always been connected. I got a friend like that. I haven't saw her in a year and a half. I saw her the other day. It was just like we talk every day on the fucking phone. You know what I'm saying? Those are mm-hmm. those are the types of friends I have on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Where I am. They're not always over my house. They're not always calling me. They're not always borrowing shit. They're not, you know, always calling and crying and whining, want to go out and all that shit. I don't have friends like that. All my friends are busy. They don't have time to be kicking it with me. They got things to do. 
you know, and we'll see each other right. on the band, them the kind of friends I like. You know what I'm saying? I see you, girl, and I see you, girl. catch up with all the time. What you been doing? How you been doing? Where you been going? What's been going on? I like those kind of friends. I don't like bitches up in my face all the fucking time, calling me all the goddamn time, at my door all the damn time. I don't like women like that, and I don't fuck with women. Like, you that needy? Get you a goddamn doll or something to play with, because I ain't the one. You know, I'm not, I'm not the one to satisfy you like that. You know, I, I can't do it. I'm selfish. Sorry. I like my time to myself. You know? Thank you. Yeah, that's that's how I am. I like my time to myself. You know, I don't like I don't like people infringing on my time in my space. I don't like it unless I make the call. When I make the call, you got the invitation. But just to don't Queen. come march your ass over to my house. You won't right up in my house. house. Queen, that goes right, right back to what I was saying about setting boundaries. I wonder if the reason that people don't respect boundaries is because they don't have them themselves. So you don't have any boundaries in your life. Or whatever your idea of boundaries is, you really think that that's what everybody's supposed to subscribe to. Yes. So you end up you end up trumping over other people's boundaries and their right to name for themselves. And you know we as women don't have no rights. I will never forget right. my my sister one of my sister friends, um, imports the dick from Haiti. And former <laughs> sister friend, because we do not talk no more. We don't talk no more. She imported her some dick. She imported her some dick. Yeah, she did. To marry it. To marry it. She lost all her fucking wealth and everything as soon as she imported that dick. But anyhow, that's not the point. The point is, after the dick gets imported, her brother talking about, oh, let me know when I could come through. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect you and your, do- your dude's time. She goes, so if he wasn't around, you would just show up? He goes, well, I mean, yeah. Like, what are you doing? A woman is not entitled to her own time and space, nor respect of telling you before you show the fuck up, unless she got some dick with her. Then she'll get honor for it because she might be servicing the royal piece. That is, that is so true. That is so fucking true. And I'm going to tell you Only this, if you're servicing the royal penis. I'm going to tell you this, girl. I had to literally train the guy that I date. You don't just fucking show up at my goddamn door uninvited. I'm telling you, now we're dating. You, I still, you still can't just show up uninvited. Because your ass will not get in. Where do men get in their heads that they have the right to just show the fuck up at your house? Yeah. I try that with yeah. you. I had one try that with me. I was just talking with him. We wasn't even doing shit. We were just talking. And the motherfucker had dropped me off home one day, and I had said something to him like, yeah, I got a headache. He decides. He had asked me if he can come through, and I said, no, nah, I didn't feel like having no company. Because I said I had a headache, he goes to the store, gets some medicine, brings it over. I didn't, I didn't ask, ask you for that. Right. Then when I say that to him, I'm being a rude bitch because I can't even be considerate that he came on time. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Right. I mean, motherfucker, you were not over here to bring me medicine, you already asked if you could come over. I tell you no because I have a headache. You figure, oh, she's injured. I'll just show up and I'll bring medicine and then she'll be happy that I brought medicine because she's injured and I'll be able to come in. You get here and I I refuse to even so much as unlock the door to speak to him. I legit spoke through the door. And Girl, told him, thank you, you, you let me borrow your book. I even brought your book. I walked all the way over here in the snow. I said, nobody asked you to walk. Why the fuck you ain't home? Okay. I couldn't dig my car out. 
I was trying to bring you medicine. No, the fuck you wasn't, nigga. You was trying to come over and see if you could slide your dick in me. And I told you I wasn't interested in no company. And I've been trying to, you know, rebuff your advances for the past couple of days. Now, no, I really don't want to be in no private space with you. I, what the fuck might happen to me? You sick fucker. You done came all the way over here uninvited. Act I told you specifically twice not to come. Then he got belligerent, violent, screaming, screaming, banging on my door, acting crazy. Crazy because I wouldn't open the door. And then I was supposed to open the door after that. I said, if you don't get the fuck from in front of my door, the white boys are going to come. The boys are going to come carry your ass the fuck from out of here. I promise you, you better get out of here. What? It took this this guy at least two years to get it through his head. That you, if you come over here unannounced, I'm not answering the door. I don't go to the door to say go away or nothing. You can hear my TV going. You can even hear me in there talking on the phone. I am not opening my fucking door. And then call me later on and say, I was there. I heard you in there talking. You answered the door. I said, I wasn't expecting any company, so I don't open my door when I'm not expecting anyone. They have no respect. I had said that to him. I had told him, no, I don't want any company. I have a headache. He comes here. He bangs on my front door. He bangs on my windows. He bangs on my back door. He's banging on yep, any I entrance know. that he can try to I get know. to, right? I and, and so that's why I went to him and said, what? What, motherfucker? What? <laughs> I didn't even open the door. I just stood at the door and screamed like that. What, motherfucker? I lost my... <laughs> what? I know. So, I know. Damn, I brought you some medicine. I didn't ask you for shit. You're being belligerent and rude. Leave my house before I have to get belligerent and rude back with you because I promise you I do it better. I've been doing it longer. I promise you. Okay. Okay. Oh, I could do it. Belligerent, belligerent rude. Belligerent and rude. You got to stand your ground. <laughs> you got to stand shit. your ground with these Got to stand your ground with these men. Now, could you imagine? <laughs> this motherfucker then pitched a bitch fit outside my door. Because I simply said to him, I did not desire company. I have a headache. He comes over with the medicine. I still don't let him in. Now he's banging and screaming and cussing and kicking shit. I open the door and then what? This motherfucker right. beats me or rapes me or something. Everybody be like, well, you open the door. Exactly. Well, you the one exactly. letter in. Exactly. Like I told my daughter, uh, grandson's mother last night. How you start, if I had to open that door one relented, what, the first time he did it, if I had to relent it and let that motherfucker in, it's just like he a kid. He would have expected it. You don't tell yep. the kid no and then let him do it and then think that you, your no go stand later on. It don't work like that. You got to lay your law down and stick to that shit from and the beginning. And stand on it. No matter how they call you it. a bitch. No matter how That's they right. scream and kick That's and right. throw temper That's tantrums right. and try to guilt you, you know, I said this, I don't help people for free. And you corrected me, Queen, thank you. I help a lot of people for free. But I meant when it comes to my gifts and my work, I do charge people for my services. So I was also referencing not helping my friends for free. I had a friend. I'm on the phone with my friend. A great energy swell opens up. Now, I'm gonna, this is just me to prove that women do this shit, too, before we get kicked off of here. Okay. I, I, energy swell opens up. My friend and I are vibing. I start sharing some stuff because I'm channeling, okay? Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. trying I'm trying to write and be in – this is hard as fuck, but I've been trying – I almost got it, almost got it. I've been trying to do it for a long time, and I almost got it. It just looks like chicken scratch when I'm done writing because God help me. But, um, you know, I'm going to take note of what I'm saying because I know this is no note. She pays no at all. Four days later, she calls me and says, hey, sis, 
What was that you were saying on the phone the other day? You were talking about something about da 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 I says, listen, honey, I'm turning this into a lesson. You're free to right. take the class. She comes back a day later. I was just thinking about all the times I've helped people and I didn't charge them. You know, like I used to, I did so-and-so's resume and I never charged for it. And I just, you know, I really do need to start <laughs> charging people. Da, 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 da. That was the third time she had did it, right? So I said, listen, I'm going to call you the fuck out on this. You do not get to waste your time. You're not calling and talking to me like you talk to your sisters and your other friends. I am not them. When you call to speak to me, you are talking to something different, someone different. You're having a different experience than with everybody else. You can't treat it like that. We can't have this wonderful conversation where all this information flows through. You pay no attention. You come back. I charge you for it, and then you try to guilt me because you've not honored yourself. You honor yourself, and you don't get to dump that guilt onto me to try to get me to not honor myself because you don't honor yourself. That's not how we do this thing as women, and especially not as black women, and certainly not as none of my damn friends. I had to kick her out okay. on that, queen. Where do we get mm. off expecting another woman to compromise herself because we played ourselves out like a free hoe? I don't mind That's being right. a hoe, but charge for this. <laughs> charge. You know? Hmm. I'll be I know, baby. Here. I know exactly. And then when you put a price tag on your stuff, that, them women will turn around and try to guilt you with that shit the same way that men will try. And when you let her, I let her do it twice. That's why the third time I took the hammer of Thor and I whacked her in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> you said a hammer of Thor. I knew. I had to, queen, because I had created the monster. I had let yeah. her do that shit twice and be like, well, let me just give it to her. This is my friend. No, fuck you. You pay no attention when the swell of spirit opens up and the divine begins to speak. You ask me questions later, that means that I've got to go back and do extra work for you. Not for me, for you. Not my problem. You should have paid right. attention when it was free. Now it's going to cost you. That happens yep. sometimes, queen. You might have a giveaway of a pair of earrings, make the same pair and put it in the shop for sale. What I'm going to do, tell you you need to give it to me because you gave away the last pair? No, fuck that. That's not how this works. Right. Right. That's not how it works. But we wanted to work like that in our interpersonal relationships, and that's not how relationships work either. See, women might put up with that kind of crap from other women. No, they won't put up with it from other women, but they'll put up with it from some dick. You know what I mean? Or we'll overextend ourselves to some dick. We'll We'll repeat stuff to some dick time and time and time and time again. Let the dick dishonor us. So when another woman refuses to do that with men or women, It's confusing, especially when you've always put yourself in the sacrifice seat. It will make you feel some kind of way. I was like that before I I got to this point because there was a day when I was self-sacrificing, very self-sacrificing. I still am. I'm still kicking my ass about that and getting that shit in shape. But there was a day when it was horrible. It was debilitating how much of myself I was giving up to other people, compromising myself, my wants, my needs for other people. Not even their needs, but their sorry-ass wants. They ain't even need the shit. They just wanted it. They ain't even want it for no other reason. They just wanted it. They would do absolutely nothing for their life. They just wanted it. And I would give up of myself so they could have it, and I had to stop doing that. And when I did, before I did, the way I got there, someone else modeled it to me. They wouldn't let me do what other people was doing to me. So it caused me to see how I shouldn't do it either. How dare I sit up and bitch about this one did this and this one did that. Nigga, you let them. 
you're going to have to take accountability for when you open that door and let that screaming toddler in. Now that you don't want that screaming toddler coming through your door no more, you're going to have to take that hammer of Thor and whack him in the head. Play whack-a-mole with that fucking crazy motherfucker. Because you've created a monster. My father said it to us like this, and I'm going to bring it to a close. If you play with a puppy, he will lick you in the mouth. That's our time for today, everybody. It's been absolutely wonderful, of course. I always wish you a great weekend. Of course, all right. Queen, peace be unto you. Peace be unto you, Blaine and Justices, and everybody else on the call line, my people who said to me don't open their mic when I did my little screening and stuff. Have a great day, a great weekend.